was sitting on my bed after the show in my spray tan, wearing my tiara with all my stage makeup, and I thought to myself, I am still not happy. Friends, this is a special edition of the Hey Presley podcast that I am so excited to share with you. My friend Daryl Wang, who I actually interviewed on episode number two, so peep that episode after this if you haven't already, he is super involved in the community in a lot of ways, and one of them is by working at the local Lululemon store. And he, along with the rest of the family over at that Biltmore location, invited me to do a nutrition seminar completely free to anyone that wanted to just come hang out for the evening, listen in, and ask questions. It was truly a blast, and of course I wish you all could have been there. So, drumroll please, this episode is that speech. I can't pass the delicious snacks we had through this microphone and I didn't capture the audience questions, but I'm thrilled to let you hear the presentation I gave because I hope you'll get a lot from it. As always, please leave a review in your podcast app if you enjoyed this episode because your comments really help light my fire and just support all the hard work that goes into making this podcast possible. Tell me what you learned or what really stuck with you that you'll apply in your life and then share it with a friend. Thank you so much, and please enjoy my speech from the Biltmore Lululemon Nutrition Night. Hey guys, thank you so much for being here and to the Lulu family for having me. Tonight, we're going to talk about nutrition, of course, but in a very practical, non-intimidating way. I own a nutrition coaching business, Hey Presley Nutrition, where I teach people not only how to eat better to achieve their goals, but how to connect the food that they eat to the other areas of their life that greatly impact their health, like exercise and sleep and stress and hydration and relationships in a way that adds to their quality of life. And I'm sure you're like, wow, that sounds great. Of course, I want to improve every area of my life that impacts my health and body and spirit, but surely it can't be that easy because nutrition is a science and science is complicated. And because it's complicated, I don't understand everything about it, which means I don't know enough to apply it. So before I even start, I'm just not going to. And what I've observed in my experience with clients, and because I once thought that way too, I totally get it. Like, You know when you look at someone who's really thin or totally jacked and you just assume that they've always been that way. They don't they don't get me and they've never been in my shoes and we just kind of assume that they were born into the lifestyle that they lead now. Well, I can assure you that I did not grow up with an understanding of nutrition. I was born and raised in Chandler, not too far from here, with a super loving family who ate out all the time. I'm not kidding when I say that we had fast food almost every day, sometimes twice a day. And we would drink Kool-Aid and high seas instead of water. We made chocolate milk and ice cream sundaes on the regular. We ate crackers and chips and granola bars for snacks and, and bagels and waffles and Pop-Tarts for breakfast. And when we did eat chicken or any kind of protein, it would be covered in breadcrumbs. Luckily, I was always a very active kid just because I enjoyed sports. So while I wasn't very thin, my food habits didn't start to catch up with me until later. And you know, I honestly remember being insecure about my body as as young as elementary school, and then things got really bad in middle school. I'm short and boxy, and I couldn't fit in the Abercrombie or Hollister clothes the same way the other girls could, so I took up eating as little as possible as a hobby to try and fix that. And I would feel so faint and tired, but I thought if I could just have enough willpower and work hard enough to not eat, that I would succeed and and feel better and be able to wear those clothes. And I, after doing this for a while, a good friend of mine at the time told the school counselor that I wasn't eating and one thing led to another. And I found myself in the office of a nutritionist who was supposed to help me work through this. 
And I remember so clearly that he didn't ask me anything about my feelings or my thoughts. He just told me as he was writing things down, so seemingly uninterested that I needed to eat every three hours, no exceptions. And then he looked at me with the most condescending eyes and said, that's what will help you look like the girls that work in this office and you want to look like them, don't you? And I was so upset that here I was in this vulnerable position and this quote unquote professional wrote off my feelings and reminded me that it's all about looks. So fast forward several years and I'm 14 years old in high school playing on the volleyball team with plans to play in college. I was very competitive and I would get these stomach aches all the time, but I would just practice and play through them. I'd had regular stomach pains for years, but in the dozens of nurses office visits throughout my life and the 14 literally primary care doctor appointments I went to, they told me it was just kind of me and they would suggest that I would take things out of my diet or, or take things like Tums, but nothing ever helped. So in the fall of my sophomore season, I started noticing that I couldn't breathe as well either. And, and it wasn't asthma really. It was more like I would just run out of breath quicker and like going up the stairs to class or during practice, but I just trained through it. So I come home from practice one night with a bad stomach ache, which wasn't unusual, but then I started throwing up blood. So my mom took me to the emergency room where they tell me that I'm internally bleeding from my stomach and took me via ambulance to a different hospital around 10 o'clock at night. And this is like a school night. I arrived to that hospital and this nurse comes in my room and says, here's your menu to order breakfast. Here's how the TV works and so forth. And I laughed and I was like, oh no, like I'm not staying here. I just have a stomach ache. And she said, oh no, you're not going home tonight. And for the next week, they ran test after test until through an endoscopy, they found all of these cancerous lesions in my stomach. So the doctor told me I was no longer allowed to play volleyball because of the stress on my stomach and, and my body needed to heal. So of course I started to panic about managing my weight, knowing that my eating habits weren't that great. And now my activity level would drop. So over the next few years, I picked up doing bodyweight exercises in my room, like late at night. And then I got my first job at Lifetime Fitness so I could cash in on the free membership. I had figured that doing, you know, isolated movements like on a machine wouldn't be too stressful and it would get me some activity. And when I started working there, I noticed all these people around me just look like statues, so tan and lean and perfect looking with these beautiful muscles. And, and they would do these shows where they would win awards for getting on stage half naked for what they looked like. And I thought to myself, if I could step on stage in a bikini, then surely I would finally feel good about myself. So I took all of my savings and I hired a prep coach. And for 16 weeks, I ate nothing, not exaggerating, but tilapia, broccoli, and egg whites. My calories were so low that I had to structure my college classes and work schedule in a way that I could nap several times a day because I just didn't have enough energy. And I, I never ate breakfast before doing 45 minutes on the Stairmaster. And I would sit in the sauna until I thought I was going to die. I remember one time I was cooking my tilapia for the week at my parents' house. And when we went to put all five pounds or whatever it was in the oven, my dad said that he sprayed the pan with Pam, like the nonstick spray. So the fish wouldn't stick and I lost it. And I said, I can't eat fats. What's in that spray? I can't have anything else. I'm going to lose because of that Pam. And I made him help me make a whole new batch of tilapia. And <laughs> your mind goes crazy when it is heavily deprived of nutrients. So in the summer of 2014, I did my first figure show at about 6% body fat. I won, and then I gained 20 pounds within about the first 48 hours. And you know, I didn't go crazy and binge really. I just ate red meat and fruit because I love fruit and I couldn't have that the whole prep. And, and I drank a lot of water and my body just didn't know what to do. And you know, the craziest part 
is I remember it like it was yesterday. I was sitting on my bed after the show in my spray tan, wearing my tiara with all my stage makeup. And I thought to myself, I am still not happy. And at that time I was studying journalism in college, but in this process of competing and realizing that I didn't understand nutrition or training at all, I decided to go change my major to nutrition and dive in head first. And I graduated in 2016 from ASU. I started CrossFit. I got my level one, started coaching CrossFit and completely overhauled the way that I thought about food in my body, which sounds like it all came together rather quickly, but I want you to know that I went through a lot of counseling. I had great coaches and friends and mentors and internships. I did a lot of my own research and I made it a practice to do things that lifted me up instead of making me feel bad about myself. Like if following girls on Instagram who were still competing in figure and bikini shows made me feel bad, I just needed to unfollow them until it didn't phase me. You are in control of what you absorb and what you take to heart and who's in your life. And that makes a really big impact. All right. So now that you know a large chunk of my life story, there's a couple really important themes that I want to highlight. Number one, your happiness, self-love and confidence does not live at a body fat percentage or a weight. And I am not saying that you have to be hundred percent content with how you look right now. Wanting to improve and feel good in your skin and chase goals is normal and important for growth, but you are running a race that you cannot win by assuming that your mindset and your relationship with yourself will change when an external number does. Number two, I remember so many people telling me I could have never eaten nothing but tilapia for four months, or I would never be disciplined enough to do that. And you are writing yourself off. Do you think I went into that knowing I could do that? Or do you think that I was just so desperate to be at peace with my body that I was willing to do anything? And I am not advocating that you go do a show and, and we can talk about that separately about the health of that sport. But my point is what you are and are not capable of is a story that you tell yourself based on your experiences. To earn your own trust and credibility, you have to put in the reps the same way you do in the gym. Even if it's small things, doing things that you don't know that you can and getting out of your comfort zone teaches you that the next time a situation arises similar to that, that you can, but you have to do it first. Number three, and this is probably my favorite theme because it was a major aha moment for me in counseling, which is, did you notice how in every case I thought that if I just worked hard enough, I would get what I wanted? I thought that if I just had enough willpower and grit and just suffered that I could achieve what I was after, but here's the kicker. Working against your body is far more ineffective and unhealthy than working with it. Hard work pays off in most things. Like we're taught that if we study hard, we'll get good grades. And if we work hard at our jobs, we'll get promotions. Heck, I work for myself at 23 years old. I'd live for hard work. However, biology and your health does not have a linear relationship with hard work. We see this time and time again in competitive athletes. They're going nonstop, training at a high volume, eating as little as possible and only clean foods. They stay up late and wake up early because sleep is for the week and the gym doesn't care about your bedtime. And once you take that athlete and make them rest, like outside of the gym, leisurely walking their dog, you know, make them go eat a high calorie meal with someone they love and make them watch a movie so their mind can relax, they start performing better. They drop weight, they lean out, they PR their lifts, and every time they're surprised as if this isn't science. So I told you in the beginning we were going to make this as practical as possible. When you are stressed and overworked, it's like you're constantly inhaling, and the moment that you exhale, 
Your body is like, oh, we're good. We got this regular heartbeat. I can go repair these muscles that you broke down and and I can make them stronger so you don't get injured and more defined so you look good naked and I can clear up that skin because I don't need to frantically excrete all these extra oils and your mood. I'm going to pick that up too because we ain't got no worries. And that's a really basic way of saying that balance makes your hormones happy. And note that I'm not saying you should go sit on the couch and eat crap because that's not balance. If I'm asking you to have this loving two-way street, give and take relationship with your body, that looks like you put in a great workout where you break a sweat and feel good about your effort. And then you go feed your body nutrients because you want it to soak that in and recover. And then you go enjoy social experiences on the weekend, but you don't chug alcohol like there's no tomorrow because you want to hydrate your body and let it sleep well so that you feel good on your bike ride tomorrow while getting that vitamin D outside. And you know, one time a mentor said to me, Either eat the damn cookie, enjoy the heck out of it, and don't feel bad about it, or don't eat it, but don't regret that decision, right? Like I know that sounds way easier said than done, but it's a very simple approach to keep in mind. So before I let you ask questions, I want to go over a few of my nutrition best practices that take some of the nonsense out of it. Number one, there are no shortcuts. Pills, powders, creams, meal plans, templates, none of that works alone in isolation to move the needle. I said that you can't overwork your body into the results you want, and that's because it is a long, consistent game. I think of nutrition a lot like learning a language. It's not that hard, right? But it takes practice, trial and error, and consistent exposure because you cannot cram the night before and then fluently speak a language the next day. And sometimes you'll mess up the accent and sometimes the scale is going to go up because progress isn't linear. Number two, you need to know your sources. The approach that I use with my clients is what I believe in and what I know best, but I would never say it's the only effective approach for everyone. There is not a one size fits all plan and what works for you may not work for someone else. And actually a lot of things could work for you. There's not the magic one. You might respond well to paleo and keto and carb cycling and counting macros, depending on where you're at in your life, what sport you're playing, your adherence, and so much more. The best nutrition protocol for you is the one that you'll stick to. And please don't change your lifestyle just because you saw a documentary. Consult other sources first. Think about it like if you're looking for an Airbnb, you wouldn't only read the review by the people that own the house. They live there and they make a profit if you stay there. So they're biased. You would read the reviews of people who went and stayed there, both good and bad, so you could get a balanced idea and can make sense of the information before you make a decision. Your body is a lot more important than a vacation rental, so you should treat it at minimum with the same level of care before adopting a protocol. Number three, it is crucial to enjoy the process. You'll recall that when I was prepping for that show, I was napping all the time. I was socially isolated. I had a really low quality of life because all I was focused on was the end result. And later I found CrossFit and I'm like, man, I would love to walk on my hands and go with a team to regionals and clean and jerk 200 pounds. But you know what? Until I do those things, I just really like coming to class. And yeah, it is not all sunshine and rainbows. And I get frustrated and Daryl's seen me cry after disappointing workouts but I really value the process. If the diet and exercise protocol that you're doing doesn't make you feel good most of the time, then that's not a good fit. We already have to do stuff we don't like, like taxes and laundry. We might as well like the stuff that's optional. Number four, a really good first step, whether you want to lose a hundred pounds or just feel a little bit hotter in your yoga pants 
is understanding your intake and knowing what you're eating. Look at ingredient labels and try to pronounce all of the ingredients. If you can't, or there's more than you care to read, then there's too many and you should look for a more natural food. Start weighing your food, even if you're not ready to track it anywhere. Do you normally eat two ounces of chicken at dinner or 10? How many colors do you eat in a day? How many vegetables do you eat in a day? Start measuring, asking questions, and thinking about what you are fueling this machine with. You know, we take such good care of our cars and we give them high quality oil changes and gas before it runs out and we check the tires frequently, but you can buy a new car. We're so quick to neglect ourselves when you wouldn't put a donut in your gas tank and expect it to burn. Number five, lastly, speaking of neglecting ourselves, just because thriving may not seem common doesn't mean that it's not normal. We often hear people complain, oh, it's Monday again, and just assume that it's okay to be pessimistic. We get headaches often and say, oh, that's just me. I just get headaches. And that's not true. Social constructs have made us believe that living below optimal is acceptable. And if you want to just feel okay, then that's fair. But I have a feeling that you're here because you want to thrive and live your best life and have amazing experiences and feel really good. And you deserve that. But only if you are willing to realize that there are no shortcuts, that you have to do your own research. You have to find people in mediums that allow you to enjoy the process and understand what you're eating, what's in it and how much, and you have to treat your body with love and respect because you are your longest investment. Thank you. Okay. Before you take off, I wanted to share a super special offer with you. If you're interested in signing up for nutrition coaching, now is your perfect opportunity You and I will meet weekly to discuss specific manageable goals for you to work on. I'll provide you tips and strategies to crush those goals. You'll gain knowledge and understanding of what you're doing and be provided accountability and the ability to ask questions at any time. Head over to heypresley.com, click on the coaching tab at the top, and then enter lululemon, all one word, as your discount code to get 15% off your first month. There is no contracted time commitment you can cancel at any time, but I have a feeling that you and I are going to make a great team. Pop over to the website and ask me any questions you have about getting started, and don't forget to use that discount code LULULEMON. As always, if you have any questions, suggestions, or just want to spread the love, you can find me on Instagram at HeyPresley or head over to HeyPresley.com slash podcast. Until next time, continue living your healthiest, happiest life, and we'll chat soon. Oh, 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 oh